0: Yeah, my dad had a box of uh, photos that he had he took uh, during the war, and you know, of course, being being a kid, you know, I would rifle through them and right. ask him questions. He never never was in the mood to ever sort of just discuss it. He just frankly dismissed it. But uh, you know, I got a sense of the conditions for the Battle of the Bolts, oh, which, man. as you know, were not um, exactly conducive to being outside, you know, for uh, days on end. And uh, so I had some idea of what what, what went on there, particularly being a spotlight operator is kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to say your big target. Right, (laughs) right.
1: Hi there and welcome to a brand new week of Celebrity Salute, dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I am Randy Miller. Bob Chapik is the chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company. His father served in World War II and we are proud to welcome him now to Celebrity Salute. Bob, how are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today, Randy.
1: Bob, you know, it, it's uh, it's just boggled my mind ever since I've been, I've been doing a show for a long time, I had no idea How many connections and support that Disney, whether it's Disney World, the Disney Company, or Disneyland, had ties with veterans and so many uh, great things that you guys do for the military? This is just amazing.
0: Well, our support of the Armed Forces goes way back at Disney, and it's really what I like to think of as part of our Disney DNA. You know, it started uh, even before the Walt Disney Company itself with Walt and Roy Disney. Uh, both brothers served their country during the First World War. Yeah, uh, Walt drove an ambulance with the Red Cross Ambulance Corps in France, and Roy was a petty officer in the U.S. Navy serving in the Atlantic. And... Yeah, but it does go beyond even, you know, those two because they started a legacy that continues to this day. And throughout our 100-year history, we've had numerous veterans that have made real significant contributions uh, to uh, our legacy with veterans. Uh, We've got, you know, one of our Disney legends. That's the highest award that can be bestowed upon anybody in the Walt Disney Company, uh, Navy Rear Admiral Joe Fowler and Army Major, Major General Joe Potter, who were very central to the creation of both Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts and you know we've found throughout the years that the uh that the uh, uh military values of hard work and loyalty teamwork discipline integrity that both Admiral Joe and General Joe demonstrated are the same values that all the other veterans have brought to our Walt Disney company over the years and you know, our, our cast members, as we call them, that's what we call our employees at the Disney Company, you know, those those cast members with military service are really an essential part of our Disney family. They bring so much, they contribute immensely to supporting our company's mission of creating unparalleled entertainment and great service for our guests.
1: Yeah, well, you you mentioned Navy Rear Admiral Joe Fowler and Army Major General Joe Potter, and not only are they Disney legends, but they they've got some floating names out there, don't they?
0: They do. Uh, you know, we 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 find certain ways to uh, recognize uh, some of our uh, uh, incredible veterans of the past, and uh, we we essentially put them at the top of you know anywhere that we can. I mean, I, I, I've referenced those two uh, gentlemen so many times throughout the years because you know if you look at the, the I think it's 150 million guests that we have a year. We're in operation. We're an operation right, right. where you know we've got a North Star mission, and uh, it's if there's anybody that knows how to you know take care of an operation, it's the military uh, uh, brass, and and so we really appreciate what they bring to our our stories.
1: Yeah, and and not only that, Bob, but the military essentially that built uh, Disney, right? I mean, in terms of the physical structures and a lot of the uh, the designs.
0: Yes, they they, they have. As you know, Walt was a huge supporter of of, uh, the military, and it's almost inextricable to look at the history of whether it's Disneyland, Disney World, or any part of the Walt Disney Company, uh, and and separate it from what is the Walt Disney Company itself uh, 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 and and the military. So, you know, we're we're so so pleased to be able to, you know, not only have that legacy but carry that forward. Because, uh, you know, we believe that uh, those have been values and skills and and uh, legacies that have worked in the past, but they're also going to work in the future.
1: We're talking to Bob Chapek here on Celebrity Salute. And let's talk about Walt for just a second, if we can, because we're based in Kansas City, Missouri, where Walt lived. And as my daughter loves to say, she went to the same art school as Walt Disney.
0: Well, you know, Walt started his first animation studio in Kansas City. There's a lot of, as you know, um, major business leaders from big companies that have gotten their start uh, in that area, and Walt was certainly one of them. And, you know, I think it speaks to the, you know, the sense of that homegrown nature and the uh, great family values that Walt always stood for and that the, the Disney company stands for. So we track our heritage back to Kansas City, uh, just like it sounds like you do. And yep. uh, we're proud of that. We're very well, proud of that.
1: Okay. speaks of uh, family connections, now you've got uh, a family connection. Was it uh, your dad that served in World yes, War II? Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. My, my dad served in the World War II, uh, most notably in the Battle of the Bulge. Wow. He was a spot. Yeah, he was a spotlight operator, uh, and you know, he never really spoke much about it until one day, about unfortunately about six months before he passed, he just opened up to me one day and and told me everything that I had been hungering to hear for all the years i don't think he really wanted to sort of you know recreate those days in his mind, but for whatever reason, one day we were sitting outside and he decided to share it with me and and uh, I'm, I'm glad he did but uh, I will say this that my my dad's annual highlight of his year every year was his annual Army reunion. And I was lucky enough to be taken twice. Oh, wow. To his, uh, Army reunion. And, you know, I was a young guy. And but, uh, you know, I learned uh, respect for the military and, and what they did and saw these these heroes, uh, you know, decades later, still gathering together and give you a sense of that camaraderie. And it made a lifelong impression on me.
1: Yeah, it's funny, Bob. You know, there are two extremes when, uh, especially with the World War II veterans, when it comes to telling their stories. There, are, The majority don't want to talk about it, but there are some. I just talked to a guy today whose dad was uh, in World War II. He said he couldn't stop talking about it. He said he just, he he loved to tell stories. And, uh, of course, those are always so precious.
0: Yeah, my dad had a box of uh, photos uh, uh, that he had, uh, black and white uh, photos that he took uh during the war, and you know of course being being a kid, you know, I would rifle through him and right. ask him questions he never never was in the mood to ever sort of just discuss it. He just frankly dismissed it, but uh you know, I got a sense of the conditions for the Battle of the bolts, which oh, as you know, were not um exactly conducive to being outside you know, for no. uh, days on end. And, uh, so I had some idea of what, what, what went on there, particularly being a spotlight operator is kind of like, Oh
1: I, yeah, I'm just going to say your big target. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. What a hero. I want to talk about these emblems a little bit. I I didn't know about this either. Uh, I've seen, of course, all of these emblems on, you know, different planes, different uh, insignia. And there are 1,200 character emblems for all branches during World War II. That's, uh, I mean, I I guess I should have made that connection, but uh, that's incredible.
0: Well, uh, Walt always used his artists to support the cause, you know, in terms of shorts and, you know, some of the, information that was critical to get to you know the the, the fighting right. um, men and women uh, of their time uh, and some of these insignias are as you know are still being used by the active duty forces right and i'm not sure if you're aware but at the National Museum of the US Air Force at Wright Patterson near Dayton uh there's a terrific exhibit on the Disney created military insignia there and oh, wow. uh you know, so we love we love that legacy as well. And the bottom line for us is that you know our active military veterans and families have, have given so much to us, and we are going to continue to give back to them. And in some small way, that recognition at the National Museum uh, is 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 part of that.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about some of those programs that you're kind of referencing here too, Bob. The Heroes Work Here program that has seen Disney hire more than 11,000 veterans since the program started in 2012. That's got to be a big program. And uh, finally now, I think companies are starting to say and realize that when you hire a veteran, that's your best employee.
0: It is, and I've had the privilege uh, in my nearly 30 years at the Walt Disney Company to meet many of them. Uh, You know, uh, every time I go to uh, one of our parks, uh, I usually ask to try to see some veterans that are here. And, you know, we do a a lot with veterans, so we're well aware of who they are. And you mentioned the 11,000 veterans that we hired since we started in 2012. Uh, But it doesn't really just end with that Heroes Work Here program that you described. We also have a Heroes Supply Here program, which was started in 2015. And what that does is that we make sure that the company spending is with businesses that are owned by veterans, including service-disabled veterans as well. Uh, so we get them, you know, both in terms of taking those skills that you mentioned and making sure that you know we, we can apply them and give them opportunities when they come back from their service at Disney, but also that if they happen to go into their own businesses, uh, that we're supporting them as well. And then we've got our own Disney Veterans Institute. Yes, I, I love really, this. Yeah, because you know we as Disney are a big company. But you know we can only help so many people. Uh, but uh, we can now help hundreds of companies across the country establish their own. Veteran hiring programs, and we use our Veterans Institute to to do that as well. And a matter of fact, we just announced that we're hosting our next Veterans Institute on August 19th through 20th at Walt Disney World, and we look forward to sharing a little bit more about the, that event in
1: uh, the weeks ahead. That is outstanding news, and it, it, like I say, it doesn't stop there,
0: right? It doesn't, because you know we've got a program. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at a, a lapel. Uh, uh, a button that's on my desk right now, uh, called Salute, and uh, it uh, provides resources to connect uh, our uh, veterans uh, with the company and each other, so that we create essentially a network. And you know, some of the you know most uh, special cast members that I know are part of the Salute program. And uh, matter of fact, I have a, a challenge coin. Uh, from that one of one of our uh, salute members gave me uh, sitting on my desk as well. So it's it's near and dear to my heart. We're talking to Bob Chapek
1: here on Celebrity Salute, chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company. And I just, uh, you know, we're coming up on the end of the Invictus Games this week. And uh, I know that the Invictus Games uh, change ev- locations every year. They were actually uh, in Orlando 2016. And then you guys are hosting the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. That's that's pretty exciting stuff.
0: Well, I have to say, again, being here 30 years, uh, one of the most memorable times I've ever had was going to the Invictus Games in Orlando. And uh, it was so humbling. Uh, to see the sacrifices of the, you know, the brave wounded veterans, and I was really inspired by them in terms of their not only their warrior and competitive spirit, but their courage and resilience. And, uh, you know, it, you know, Prince Harry obviously, uh, you know, has been involved in uh putting that together to inspire sure. the recovery, rehabilitation, and respect for, you know, folks that are transitioning into civilian or civilian life after uh, being, you know, in the, in the, uh, uh, in the military. And, uh, so we like to roll out the red carpet for them. We showcase them in a parade down main street, USA at magic kingdom and give them a, a real hero's welcome. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're we're proud to be a part of that. But uh, as you say, the Warrior Games as well is something that uh, we're, we're going to be hosting uh, uh, from August 19th through twenty eighth of this next year uh, at Walt Disney World. And uh, we're honored to donate the venue and our services for this. It's really sort of a, a very symbiotic relationship between the military and Disney on something like this. And we're just glad that, you know, the worst of COVID seems to be behind us and we can go ahead and actually yes. – you know, have this uh, uh, this event this year, and I can tell you it's inspirational for all of us and uh, to honor those that are, you know, wounded and injured uh, uh, on in the duty of the, you know, U.S. Uh, uh, citizens and that we could salute them.
1: Yeah, I just talked to uh, Ken Fisher of the uh, Fisher House Foundation today. Yes, sir. And he just got mm-hmm. back from uh, the Invictus Games and plans to come to the uh, Department of Defense Warrior Games in August. So he's, he's pretty fired up about that, and uh, uh, as are a lot of people. And if you've never seen anything like that, I know the first time I watched some adaptive competitors and some wounded warriors, these people are studs. I mean, they are, (laughs) this is like, I mean, they train, uh, they are superior athletes, and it is so inspirational to watch them.
0: They are, and I will have to tell you that in my experience from meeting them, they are some of the nicest people you would ever, ever, ever meet. I remember uh, on occasion uh, uh, getting uh, in line to get on an elevator, and there was a, a wounded veteran in front of me who was a paraplegic. And, you know, I motioned for him to please go ahead first. And he's like, no, 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 you go first. Yeah. <laughs> right, and, right. you know, it's just like, you know, it just, it just says everything. just says everything. Yeah, it does. Uh,
1: Bob, you know, I just can't thank you enough for everything that Disney is doing uh, on a global scale. But then on a local level, you guys do things every day, like these flag retreat ceremonies and uh, doing special events for veterans every single day, right?
0: It is. And I, and I've, uh, had the uh, privilege of being able to participate in, in some of those and they're really, really heartwarming. Uh, we've been doing them, you know, essentially since uh, our parks first opened. And, uh, and we recently had the incredible opportunity to honor, believe it or not, a world war II veteran on his 100th birthday. Oh, wow. Uh, who was part of the D-Day landing at Normandy. And, uh, you know, we, again, we, we we try to recognize, we call each of the uh, branches of service up individually at each of the retreat ceremonies, and uh, it's a sight to see.
1: And, I mean, how much does that mean to a veteran that, that ha- you know, that might happen to be there with his kids or grandkids, and to recognize their service like that and to have the family look on? I mean,
0: man, there's, there's just no, nothing like that. You just described it perfectly. You just described it perfectly. They take front and center, and everyone is, you know, in support of them. And it's, it's really an incredible, it's an incredible sight. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, you don't, you don't have a pulse if that doesn't move you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and, it, you know, in addition, if you guys don't know, especially priced Disney theme park tickets and resort hotel rates, uh, military rates of the Disney cruise lines, and, and this is the thing that is over and above to me. There is a resort at Walt Disney World, called shades of green which is a department of defense hotel talk about that a little bit if you will bob
0: well we've hosted shades of green for a long time uh uh and it's one of our four armed force recreation centers uh that are available to our troops around the world as part of the military's morale welfare and recreation program as it's called uh and uh you know it's a former Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, and it sits on a hundred year lease that we've uh, uh given to the department of defense and uh we're proud to do that and uh and uh you know it's a just a small way for the Walt Disney Company to thank our veterans well. Wow. The magic in the military. I, I mean, you know, we're learning
1: so much about uh, these connections. And Bob, I just want to thank you for the time, and thank you so much for everything you're doing for the military, for veterans uh, all around the country and all around the world.
0: Well, I thank you for your time, and I, I do want to recognize all of our amazingly dedicated Disney cast members and employees who are part of this military network. Uh, we're really fortunate to have them on our team, and I'd also. Be remiss not to recognize the cast members who are currently serving in all branches of the military reserves. Uh, some of them are deployed around the world today, and we look forward to them returning back safely to our Disney family. Uh, and I want to also thank uh, all the veterans that are listening today, and, and as well as the active serving members that are deployed around the world. Uh, you guys are all heroes to us at Disney. And, and as you well know, Bob, uh, every everybody
1: serves. Everybody in the family serves, and uh, yeah. you know that from your, your dad. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.